Whoa! This is a quick episode of the Football's Life Podcast. Noah, how are you doing? I'm doing so good. Perfect. <laughs> you are drawing it out the opposite of me. I like it. Do you know why everyone should listen to the Football's Life Podcast? Because there is no political commercials on Dude, these freaking, airwaves. Freaking heck yeah. It just makes it wonderful. Dude, screw that crap. Um, can't wait for the the world to gain consciousness again. Stop Seriously. freaking out. All right, here we go. Um, <clears throat> no Thursday night football this week, but let's get into the meat of it. First things up, and that is Lev Bell to the Chiefs. Ooh. Holy crap. They couldn't even get a seventh rounder for him. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, it is It is nutty that... The Houston Texans traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson with yep. a ridiculous contract. And yep. the Jets can't get a freaking a, a Twinkie for Love Bell. They should have waited for Bill O'Brien to get hired somewhere. Just my mind's blown. Um, yep. Now, what's your opinion? Because this affects Zach DeYoung a ton. That's the Clyde as the CH owner. And it affects, if I'm correct, who's the... Tyreek Hill? Drake? No, no, no. Um, Love Bell. Who's the Love Bell owner right now? Is that... Dykstra. 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 You just put him on the block, of course. Yeah, that's right. Now, what is is your opinion? What's your outlook on this for for those two guys? Well, I mean, first of all, he can't play tonight. Uh, I mean, not tonight. Yeah, this week, night. yeah. Yep, he can't play Monday night, um, which that kind of sucks. But um, I think it's great for Dykstra because um, now I he can too. either see what he can get for him or he can just have him as a secondary piece since Alvin Kamara is playing out of his mind for him. Um, <clears throat> yeah, great for Dykstra. Um, DeYoung, that sucks because, I mean, Clearly, like Ceh is their guy. Um, He's the future. Yeah, he'll get he'll get the bulk of the touches, but Ceh has disappointed relative to expectations so far. Mm-hmm. So for even even if Love Bell just sees five touches, that just cuts into Ceh a little bit more. I think he's getting more than five touches. I think so too. But what I'm saying is, even best case scenario. He only gets a handful of touches, and that's still not good. So, yeah, not not great for Ceh. You know, it, this is a lot different, in my opinion. This is a lot different than <coughs> Lashawn McCoy last year. You know, because they signed Lashawn McCoy at the end of the year last year. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a lot lot different than that. McCoy was washed before he came to Kansas City. I don't think Lev Bell's washed. Yeah, and like, um, he's obviously older and not quite as good as he was with the Steelers. But I saw some guy. Some guy posts on Twitter, uh, one of the NFL guys, he put some stats up and, um, you know, his nitty-gritty stats, basically showing that Lev Bell, as far as, like, missed tackles and stuff like that, <clears throat> wasn't that far off from his days in Pittsburgh. So I'll, I'll be super interested to see how they use him. I watched him quite a bit last year. <laughs> he looked he looked great, in my opinion. Like it, it, He looked like even a worse version of what Joe Mixon's going through where he can catch the ball, he can run the ball, but he's got to break three tackles to get five yards. Right. Every time. It's okay, not so, like 
it's not like David Johnson where it's like, eh, yeah, he still looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. Where that guy needs to just roll over. Um, so, so Clyde's getting, this is his touches per game, 25, 16, 25, 19, 13. Um, Daryl Williams, the backup, his touches are nine, one, four, one, and two. So Daryl Williams actually is not getting a lot of touches. I thought he was getting more than that. So that that actually makes me really nervous because I yeah. think he's going to eat all of of Daryl Williams' touches. Yep. And then I think he's going to take some from Clyde. Yeah. Um, especially in the goal line. I think when, mm-hmm. when they get down inside the five and inside the ten, I think Love Bell's going to feast. So um, I, I agree. I think this is a big, huge, fat win for Dykstra who somehow was four and one good for him. And yeah. then, um, yeah, I think this is a huge hit for, for DeYoung. Yeah. At least for this year, for this year. Yep. So, yeah. And no. it, it, it muddies the passing game a little bit. I mean, you're not super concerned about that, but a little bit. He, he Clyde isn't even getting a ton of passing work. And I know. And Bell is one of the best pass receiving running backs in the league. So, yes. So it's really rough. Um, okay. Um, we got one trade that happened just a couple hours ago, and that is between TJ and Bulkama. TJ bolsters his roster more depth with this. One of the surprises of the year, Robbie Anderson from the Carolina Panthers. And in return, he gave to Bulkama, um, three picks. They look like they're all from, yeah, they're all from TJ. Uh, a second this year, a second next year, and a third next year. So two seconds and a third for Robbie Anderson. Bulkama has been trying to trade him for weeks. Luckily, his value has stayed steady. What do you think, Noah? Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's great for both sides. You know, TJ gets even more depth. Good lord, he's five and zero. Oh. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, Balkama gets picks he needs. I, I think it's a good fair trade. I think um TJ just bulked up his lineup even more and Balkama got I think probably the highest value for him. I mean I, I don't think Robbie's value can go much higher than it is now. I mean he might have been able to get a little bit more, but I mean I don't know. I don't think it's too bad. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting because I don't really feel like anybody's giving up a first for Robbie. But two seconds and a third is is pretty good if you're not going to get a, a first. Yep. Um, so I actually, I think this is great for Bulkama. Um, unfortunately, since they're all TJ's picks, they're all going to be late. Um, so it's a late second, late second, and a late third. Uh, yeah. But but when you're like Bulkama's rebuilding, he's one in four. Um, he's got to kind of have to take what he can get. The more yep. picks, the better. And then if he can kind of um, use those picks, hopefully to his advantage, and, and get some get some steals of, like Chase Claypool, good picks like that will really turn around his team. Yeah, Chile, Chase four touchdown Claypool, good gravy. I'm not gonna lie, I'm feeling pretty bad about my rookie scouting because I've been all right, but wide receivers. I did not like Justin Jefferson. 
I did not like Chase Claypool. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like. They've both been great. <laughs> I did not like either of them at all, and they have dominated. Well, yep. Chase Claypool's had like one good catch in one game, and then he was great last week. Yeah. Jefferson's just been solid every week. Yeah. Um. So that that, that kind of feels bad. Both of those guys are rangy, though. Like. Mm-hmm. They're that you can. It's it's not just an opportunity. Like they're talented dudes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Come on, Jalen Rager. <laughs> <laughs> Fix that hand, my man. Fix it. I still believe in you, dude. He's a wide receiver on the Eagles. He will be injured constantly. You know, I overlooked <laughs> that. I really did. I thought. What is in the water over there? I was like, Good he's Lord. a wide receiver going to the Eagles. They need someone. He's gonna be a wide receiver one because. Like on the team because everybody else is going to get hurt. Well, I was right. Everybody else got hurt, but I was wrong <laughs> in the fact that he would be standing still. Yep. Gosh, and it's like not a, it's not a leg. It's a stupid thumb. He like just <laughs> he wrecked his thumb. Freaking nuts, dude. So selfish, man. Well, yeah. Think of me. What are you doing, <laughs> idiot? Ah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well. Um. Ah, frick. <laughs> And then freaking Brian <laughs> Edwards. All the hype in the world. You got to yep. freaking wreck your leg. Bro, what are my rookies doing? <laughs> J.K. Dobbins looks fantastic. He averaged like 25 yards a touch yet last week. Do you know yep. how many touches he got? Like two or three? Yeah. Freaking nuts, dude. I think he, probably out of almost all the rookies, he is the most underused. Like. What? Yeah. For how good for how good he is, like freaking Antonio Gibson's getting w- too much work for what that <laughs> little boy can handle. And good night. Do you know how else is injured? Denzel Mims. Haven't seen him all season. Gosh dang it. And I mean, J.K. Dobbins looks real good. And you know how much I hate saying that yeah, about people Ohio who went State, to yeah. that school. He looks great. Yeah. What a freaking life, dude. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, so I, I think uh, I think we're, as we're going to get into when we talk about. <laughs> Is that about, what people say to you, Eric? What? People are like, ah, oh, 2020 sucks, you know, COVID and the racial tension. And you're like, yeah, and my freaking rookies on my dynasty team, they suck. They're all hurt. They're all hurt. <laughs> and the one that's not hurt, he's not being used and he's great. Screw me. And then you got, then you got Jonathan Taylor. Getting 15, 20 catches a game, and he's just running up people's butts. Freaking idiot. How How is this happening to me? Gosh. Dang it. Uh, at least Lamar's on fire this year. Oh, wait. Freaking screw me more. Gosh. No, thanks. I would have I would have cried if Lev Bell went to the Buffalo. He was, he was in the final three there. And I was like, dude, I have Demon Singletary. He's already not good enough. Like, if Lev Bell went there, I would have been toast. Oh, all right. As we're going to get into here in a second, this is a massive week for matchups. Yep. We have all of the top teams really facing each other. We have all the bottom teams facing each other. And then we have all the middle teams facing each other. So it's going to really show who wants, who's going to have kind of that that inner lane to get that first round by for both losers bracket and winners bracket and it could it could potentially separate 
the playoff teams from the non-playoff teams if, if a few matchups go the wrong way. Um, so, Noah, before we get to that, week five, what is your surprise of the week? Of week five? My, my surprise is that there was no surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it kind of just... Yeah, I mean, it went similar to projections. Um, yeah, there wasn't anything crazy, really. Yeah, like no uh, good teams really stunk it up. No bad teams went off. Yep. Kind of just normal, I guess. DeYoung kind of underscored a little bit. Like his guys kind of went under. Like I said, CEH is not doing great. Amari Cooper is doing his thing with three points, you know? Yeah, buddy. That's um, that's the Cooper we know. Yeah, Scary Terry had a really weird week, which sucks because I have him in a few other leagues. Well, Haskins didn't play at all, and then yeah. Kyle Allen went in and got hurt, and then Alex Smith. Ah, oh, yes. I was, I was cringing right alongside his wife every time. Yep. And then Aaron Donald just jumps on his back. Dude, Aaron oh, Donald cool. does not give a crap about that guy's feature. <laughs> oh. I was thinking, like, if Alex Smith gets injured on that play, suddenly Aaron Donald is not as loved as he is. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he's the biggest douche ever if he does yeah. that. Yeah. Oh. That's a good brace. Great brace. If you need a yeah. brace, buy that brace. So anyway, not uh, – yeah, there just wasn't any really big surprise for me. Yeah, Drake and uh, Drake and Zach Viss were close. I, I thought that would happen. Yep. Um Oh, while we're on that, the Drake and Zach Viss thing, I'm going to clarify the ruling that happened um, with with Zach Viss getting um, a replacement. So we talked about it on last year's, I mean last week's podcast, where if COVID screws up a game and gets one delayed, that because it's a Tuesday night game and it's so far down and, and we're not even sure if it would be played, you get to name a replacement. And he did not name a replacement, but I said last week that if someone does not name a replacement, then I would look at the roster and I would plug in whoever had the most um, projected points for that week. Um, That way, I wouldn't just plug in whoever finished with the highest amount of points because I think there were a couple other bench guys that finished with with decent points per totals. um, And so... The controversy came up. Um, I, I, hopefully not so much on the ruling of of doing that because we did say like if if COVID caused um, some problems, then then we weren't going to allow that screw a team over from from winning and getting a big fat zero. Um, the confusion came from uh, not putting in Scotty Miller and putting in Keelan Cole instead. And the reasoning behind that was Scotty Miller played on Thursday, and so because that. Um, I don't think the game got moved until either Thursday or Friday. Uh, so John Brown was, was going to be the starter for sure. After Thursday, um, he would have never have even considered Scotty Miller. So because the game, the Buffalo game was supposed to be on a Sunday, I'm going to look at all the Sunday players and whoever had the highest projected from that day, um, that's the plug-in, not Scotty Miller, uh, because we're he he was done. Like if if the thir- if the game was on Sunday and they're like, hey, game's canceled, Buffalo's not playing anymore on Sunday. They're not. They're just getting a bye week. 
He's not putting in Scotty Miller because he played Thursday. He's going to put in uh, Keelan Cole or someone else that also plays on Sunday. That's just how it goes. Uh, it would have happened as well for Bulkema with Zach Moss. And I, I heard I saw Bulkema complaining about it. Problem is for Bulkema is Zach Moss was in his running back two slot, not his flex. And because of that, he didn't have another running back to put in. The other right. two running backs on his roster had a bye week. So yep. he couldn't have gained anything from them. He couldn't have put in a Chase Claypool or a receiver because they don't go in his running back slot. So that's Correct. why that's why Bolkema did not get uh, a switch. Yep. So. And yeah, great explanation. Um, yeah, totally okay for Drake to ask because I will say when I first saw it too, I was like, ah, this doesn't make sense. But then when you explain the Scotty Miller thing, it it makes total sense. So. And I and I made yeah. sure to do it yeah. before the game started so yep. that. If if all of a sudden that nine points that Zach Fisk got would have won him the matchup, that would have just sucked and felt real bad. So I did it before the matchup. That way, hey, he's got the nine points. He still needs um, a great day from uh, from Josh Allen, and it didn't happen. Drake won. I think it's fair. So, and I yep. and I know a lot of other people have been doing it where sucks to suck, you just get a zero, and uh, for me that just feels bad. Yeah. Crappy. Um, yeah. Otherwise, anything for you, Noah, or is that enough? I think. On that? Did you say? Yeah, that's it on that. Did, have you done your matchup of the week yet? Uh, I don't think either of us have done it. Oh no, you did yours. Yeah. Yeah. No. You, you and Dykstra. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think you and Dykstra is a big one. Both four and one. I love it. Um. We'll see if Dykstra can pull a rabbit out of a hat without Camara Kim- in his lineup. Um. For me. As I kind of was hinting at earlier, there's two matchups that are, are going to be really, really big for how this playoff run, um, how this playoffs are decided. And that is between um, DeYoung and Jay Cozier and then Zach Viss and myself, where you have a three and two team playing a two and three team. Um, the three and two teams are just inside for playoffs and the two and three teams are just outside. And so I think if, if both the Zacks, if they were to win and go to four and two and drop us behind two games, uh, I, I guarantee you could see both myself and Jay Cozier maybe start to look at selling a couple of our older pieces or selling high on pieces to contenders. So I'm, if I had to pick one, I'm going to say the closer one's going to be between me and Zach this mainly because I've been underperforming every freaking game. Um, and <laughs> I think Zach this will overperform a little bit. So, and like, he'll have Devontae Adams back and he's going to flip and go off. I just know it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to watch those two matchups. I think that it's going to decide a lot for, for the rest of the season. Hmm. Noah, be interesting. upsets for you. My upset, I'm going to take Jake Cozier over Zach DeYoung. Um... DeYoung's team, I feel like, is kind of boomer bust. I don't know. Maybe if you look at the previous weeks, it's not. But it just kind of feels like that um, with, you know, CEH and Jonathan Taylor, both super talented players. But I don't know. It just feels like they're either going to get five points or 20 points on a given week. And Amari Cooper, we're not going to go there. You know how I feel about him. Um, kind of the same with Gesicki. It's like either Fitzpatrick – 
targets him in the end zone and he'll get 15 points or he gets two targets and has one catch for three yards, you know? So yeah, ho- hopefully for him, Miles Sanders keeps doing what he did last week. Yeah. Um, a little worried he, about he re- scary Terry with Kyle Allen. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know. We'll see, but yeah, I'm taking Jake Cozier. I think he's going to get back on track. Um, we'll see if Zach should be really interesting. Anything. Yep. Julio's yeah, that, that, oh, that Zach Ertz situation is not Brilliant. not good times. He's getting a lot of bad heat. A lot of bad heat. Yeah. Now, for my upset, I don't do this every week. Oh. I don't put myself in the fire. I did call him. I'm going back to the well. I called on him last week. It was an 0-4 team against an 0-4 team, him versus Laser Dude. And I said Bulkama would, would pull out on top and get his first W. And He did. He did. Yeah, I got it. I'm going back to the well. Bulkama is this time you're going to take down Clay. Oh. And you guys are going to be tied at two and four, which, holy cow. I think, didn't didn't Clay start two and oh, or at least two and one? Uh, um, I don't remember. A little bit of a cold streak for him. But I think, I think Bulkama can do it. Um, wouldn't be surprised if Montgomery had a great game against Carolina. Uh, I just saw his nickname for Frank Gore is Goronavirus. Uh, that's clever. That tickled me. Uh, uh, and then sorry. yeah, I think uh, I think Claypool and Michael Gallup, those guys are both both individuals that can pop off, get those massive point totals. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think Claypool can pop off. I don't know. I haven't I haven't seen he, that yet. He's the deep threat guy. <laughs> yeah. No, I was being sarcastic uh, well technically he hasn't really popped off this year but yeah uh has he yeah he's had one actually against seattle big shocker uh claypool i'm talking about claypool what i'm talking oh, about claypool i thought not... you're talking about Gallup. no 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 claypool ah oh. claypool yeah claypool maybe we'll see <laughs> uh but yeah i think i think Gallup is gonna actually have a good week this week um but yeah, we'll we'll kind of see see how that goes. Nikhila Harry gets Cam Newton back. Um, I'm curious to see who Zach Viss starts if he starts Cam Newton or or continues with Josh Allen. Josh Allen kind of looked a little bit frazzled last week, but yeah, yeah stick stick with Josh Allen. I agree. Hey Noah, don't tell him that he's facing me. <laughs> I need this win. I need to be three and three to have a shot. Josh Allen. No, dang it. Oh. Um, yeah, anything else for you? I know we both are running around a little bit today. No, yeah, that's that's kind of it. Um, <laughs> we'll be praying for TJ, TJ's friends, TJ's community. Put, yeah, you can. Oh, you guys can always put that stuff in there. We'll always be praying for your stuff. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. think it's just really cool that TJ feels like he he can do that in our group. That shows a lot. Yeah, um, it's awesome. Yeah, so I appreciate it. Yep. Other than that, um. Keep responding to people's messages for trades. Uh, this is this has been for us a down year when it comes to trades. I think, like we talked about before the podcast, um, it feels like a lot of people are happy with their rosters for the most part. Well, and it's that weird time. Like you kind of just touched on it with you and Jake Cozier. It's that weird time where it's like, can I contend or am I going to be in yeah. the losers bracket? Can so, I squeak yeah. into the playoffs or not? Exactly. So yeah, because once you get there. The, uh, everything's who cares about the regular season once yep. you're in anything can happen yep yeah otherwise uh i 
think we're pretty wow you could tell we did not go on very many tangents this is a <laughs> short episode yeah um one of the reasons is uh i got a call from my mom and her fireplace <laughs> is not on and she can't figure it out like the pilot light needs to be turned on and, and manually done it's a good uh, experience for her yeah so i i gotta go do that but <laughs> lucky me all right best of luck noah enjoy your football it's there's a couple a couple teams that have some COVID alerts i know the falcons were one the patriots were one um they've had some colts had colts. a bunch of false positives yeah so we'll just keep up to date with that and then if if there are some games that are being delayed or talked about being canceled and you have a player on that team just post in the in the the league chat a replacement for those people um don't don't make me have to do a projections thing again although there's no thursday night game so that makes things easy yeah um, but yeah if you guys can do that just rather be safe than sorry for those teams but otherwise here's to another good week of football we are like a third of the way through the season yep that's nuts yeah it, it you know it takes forever to show up and then I it just it just disappears like a whisper in the wind i freaking hate it dear sports please don't ever leave us again yeah, please was... please don't the pain pain and I don't, horror. i don't have a lot of other stuff going on <laughs> yeah, i feel you i feel you all right dude thanks for joining me and uh no problem well uh, we'll see you next week good luck against your boy dykstra see ya